once again. Once again. Let's go. Come on. What I live for? Basketball, beats and bras from Italy to the US. Yes, I'm in search for the one that make my wealth feel poor. Who can ignore the spotlight life of grandma? Am I dumb for? Have I found the ore? Should I search for? There's plenty of women with sex appear when it's fair. Can they complete the package? All I date is actresses to play. Money ain't bait, but I must take risks to find a honey that's legit. Whether she push a bucket or six bucks with some mad chips. Wordplay. By the moms and pops home, rocks top fashion, Adidas attire or Timbo. I don't know, yo. These women come and go like the wind they blow. How do I know? Give me a signal, but until then, all my ears here to stay. Let's go. Come on. Okay. Okay. My cash, my name fame, drop top bins with a wooden dash. The wooden dash? Withdraw G cash, platinum, US Express, no paper cash. Spend it all now, our kids still be rich cash. If it's half stocks and bonds, laugh when it crash. I'm the type to brag, when jewels you flash. Type tight, with your ex man that pushes jack. Type that love, no scrubs, her pigeons ain't got mad. Type that can't stand the woman with her own cash, you know. Like Lauren, but claim she ain't rap. Type to get loud in public, reframe my hand from a slap. No time for y'all. Too busy for y'all. Any of y'all turn me on, then turn me off. Try to show off, get lost, grow up. Is he the first one to say the type to? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he doing what Jay-Z was doing before Jay-Z was doing. This is his 444. I know he don't got three verses. Okay. You got Kobe messed up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't spend three over this. Let's go. Oh. Wait a minute, it's just the bread. Did he come in with an eight? Bounce with me, bounce with me, bounce with me. Right. Let's go, uh, B. Thank you. I am me. All along, I'm eyeing you. The hunter becomes the hunted. Girl, I'm praying on you. Beautiful. Feelings we share are mutual. Passion is telling me. So for us, it's suitable. Uncontrollable. Desire flows through me. When you say my name, such lust in your slang. No time for games. But dames that play, what a shame. Can't get with you. Make the door hit you with a lost picture. I figure hourglass figures could be dangerous. Because if their time runs out, they frame me for your clout. The hourglass time Brothers cash, slash fame, slash power, slash respect. All the above makes me a supreme threat to scrubs. Love, what do you want? One more game, let me know. Let the words flow from the bottom of your soul. Come on. It ain't over. Kendrick who? Let's go, Cole. The poet. Hey, how you get on a song with 50 and Nas? <laughs> it had a best verse. Yeah, the song with Desmond Child and Brian tonight. And Tyra Banks. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you about to drop? It's like... My microphone's a Glock 9. Right. I'm dipped in that. What else? Beats my mash. Jam you for the platinum you have. Right. Run it. The illest, watch me become it. Uh-huh. I'm here. and took it bowling like straight to the wig. Right. Speak truth like kids. Tell you what you don't know. What else? Kobe? Yeah, he's real with the flow. He is. Kick in the dough. <laughs> Wait, bend the flow, flow. Only hurt stop. Can't take the hits no more. You can't. Nope. 
didn't know I had your block on SWAT. Right. You're nothing but beat cops. I rock like my mom's main name was cocaine. Place you right. on my eighth uh, unit. Rock like right. you came. Uh, Think you can handle? Not get stripped when you rock. Then you Ooh, you think I'm going to get this judgment. My confidence springs from watching y'all fall. Uh, Force the hustle, rap and y'all. Right. I'm hopping your brain. Tell you what you thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's some speaking. That ain't, ain't writing. writing. This is off so the top. I put the ice in nicest. Uh-huh. Right. You broke to pay attention. And my style that was priceless. priceless. Thug poet. He put the ice in nicest. Yeah. <laughs> Bars. Thug poet. That's enough. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Hey. That's a run up. I got to he could have a whole hey. half hour set if I wanted to. I should have went to the clubs this weekend and told him, put on that K-O-B-E. You got to something. Hey. Got to do it for the Mamba. And if the DJ ain't got it, then he trash. Yeah, you got to have that in your basket. But uh, he already did. Uh, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> I'm back. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> hey. you don't follow up a Kobe tribute with that garbage line. I mean, he was spinning bars. Waiting for the reciprocal. All right, you already know what this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Hall podcast. The pod, nope, the whatchamacallit, I don't know the words. Uh, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, we easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. It is I, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average, also known as uh, Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim P- Pickens. Um, man, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter. Uh, who else I is? You can call me Nat Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Myreek Hill. I mean, the Nady City Chiefs. Um, who else I is? Man, I'm, you already still know his Nad Boys for Life. We ain't. Nowhere. We ain't. You still got Kobe on that. Kobe's more into basketball at the time. I mean, you say basketball beats and broads. <laughs> Dang, that's a lot of different things. <laughs> like, you versatile. <laughs> but uh, you already know it's Nate-17, Nay Little, Natal and Hansel, the Natalman, Junaji, the Nate's level, Nay Wars, the rise of Nay Walker, <laughs> the Nerning, Natal Women. In the Nathan section, also known as the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself, Roly Man. Please, 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 please. Spread your Roly Wings, everybody. It's your boy, Joaquin Pennsworth, a.k.a. Push K, a.k.a. Kanye Unto, Joy Van Zant. And if I'm not mistaken, I used to call myself on here the Caramel Mamba. Mm-hmm, I'm glad you don't anymore. <laughs> It's back for today. Oh, uh, I can't remember the name. Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. I can't even say it correctly. I've been eating. I'm just going to play it today. Sweet lady. Right. Whoa. Would you be my sweet love for, love for a lifetime? lifetime. I'll be, be there, there when you need me. Just call and call receive, receive me. me. All right. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, it's time to jump into it. It's been a couple weeks, but uh, I bet you can't guess how many movies we fell asleep on this uh, or <laughs> since the last episode. But uh, how many How many movies you uh, take the old uh, minute nap in? I don't know any movies. Let me double check. 
what movies did we talk about last time we did this? Bad Boys. So I ain't talking about seeing Life Like a Boss? No. Seeing Like a Boss. <laughs> All right. So That's all I seen. Is that a, did you fall asleep on it? Yes, I fell asleep <laughs> twice. Okay. And I'm guessing <laughs> it was only for a few minutes. That's my estimate. All right. Best comedy of the year? I mean, <laughs> did it come out this year? Yeah. What I'm talking about, is it going to go down? Oh, best comedy? I would hope not. <laughs> if it does, <laughs> it was a bad year for comedy. <laughs> it wasn't like terrible, terrible, but it wasn't like good. Uh, Rose Byrne was funny. Did you find Selma Hayek annoying? She definitely didn't help the movie. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, like, they should have did something else. Should have been a different movie somehow. A yeah, different plot. Uh, what's the name was funny, of course? Tiffany Addish? <laughs> no, the, the gay dude. Oh, Billy Porter? Yeah, Billy Porter was funny. Tiffany <laughs> um, Addish said some funny things. But I was already thrown off when it was Tiffany Haddish's family that took in Roseburn. Yeah, they took off, off rip. That was all right. See, I saw that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but that Tiffany Haddish produced this movie and Rose Byrne didn't. So then that's why she was like, nah, I ain't going to beat it. I ain't going to be the struggling also, black kid. You be the rich white girl. I found that Tiffany Haddish song you was talking about. You did? But I can't remember what it's called, and I did not save it. Hey, but, but did you did you hear? It's not hers. It has somebody on it. But did you hear it during the credits? Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't tripping. Nah, yeah. I heard a girl strip bar. I heard some Tiffany Haddish style voice. Let I was like, I got to walk out because I didn't like what I was hearing. I meant to take a picture of it so I can look it up. There wasn't nobody in the theater, so bringing a full camera out wouldn't have, <laughs> wouldn't have been an issue. It wouldn't have been no thing. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I wasn't really feeling the movie. I fell asleep on it twice. It wasn't, like, awful. Hold on, I think I found the song. Uh, they could have performed that at the Grammys with Aerosmith. Dang, yeah, having fire. If they would have did the Kobe tribute by performing some of his songs. <laughs> At least Beyonce could have came out and they did Kobe's verse from the Say My Name remix. Yeah, hey. Jay-Z could have did it. Mm-hmm. They were the same level of rapper. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. They both tall. <laughs> I be forgetting that Jay-Z is a tall individual. Uh-huh. Let me find this. Go on while I look for this song, and I'll just jump in. All right, well, Dutch. It's about to be quick because I only saw two movies at the theater <laughs> and saw one movie at home. First movie at the theater was Doolittle, starring Yikes. my boy RDJ. Voice cast is Immaculate, Tom Holland, Selena Gomez, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, Greg Robinson, <laughs> uh, amongst many others. Did I fall asleep? Yeah. Quickly, it was it was very quickly. I I'm I'm barely giving my uh getting myself some slack. It was quick. Um, I, I think my eyes really just got a little heavy, but I'll call it sleep this time around. So at this point in the game, I'm two or four for falling asleep in movies. Um, hey, I am. I'm t- I'm two or three. All right, show shooting uh, <laughs> had a high percentage there, <laughs> but <laughs> but what made me like. So we saw the reviews for how how awful this movie allegedly was. So I wasn't expecting much. But I didn't think this movie was bad. I laughed. Like the the animals were, they were funny in the movie. The plot was nothing to write home about. But what really disgusted me with this movie was 
Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a good part of the movie. He was doing some voice, and I don't know what voice it was, but I hated it. And I thought it was gonna—I thought it was gonna be something like, "All right, he just do it real quick, and then he get out of it." Now he did it for the entire movie, and I don't know for the life of me why he chose this voice. Apparently, he was—I guess he was trying to do—I don't know—some type of some accent, but it was just atrocious. And uh, I can see why I haven't seen him like promote this movie much. Um, and if he has, then just don't listen to me. But. I don't know. I mean, Craig Robinson as the scroll is probably the funniest part. The ending was stupid. Um, I don't know which one's better, this or the, uh, the Eddie Murphy ones or the Kyla Pratt ones, but it wasn't as bad as I was predi- or as expecting yeah, it to be. She did do like a one by herself without Eddie. Yeah, I, I, she might have did more than one. I hope not. Let me look that up. Because I think there's like four from that that uh, that Doctor Doolittle universe, and I only recall Eddie Murphy doing two. Yeah, he for sure only did too. She might have did. She might have did double. <laughs> she might have did dose too. So I don't know. Uh, and then after that, at the crib, I watched High School Musical. I was like, yeah, this movie got hits. <laughs> so I mean, that's a fact. We all know that. Um, and then at the movies, <sighs> I watched a film by the name of The Turning. That's what I was going. <laughs> I was going to go see that. <laughs> Thank goodness you didn't. I want to see it just because I know how bad it is. Starring Mackenzie Davis, if that's her name, don't really matter. Finn Wolfhard, or you can call him Stranger Things, or It. Yeah. Uh, or, or future Ghostbuster, <laughs> and some other people. I had to had to um had to justify my notes by before the end of the movie, and after the end of the movie. So uh, before the end of the movie. The director, don't know his name, not going to look it up because I don't want to hate on the player. But some of the angles used to, like, you know, show and ghost be in the background and stuff, like they do in all scary ghost movies, they did it in a pretty decent way. So I, I would say it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, I didn't fall asleep in this movie. <laughs> I did do the quick open and close, <laughs> but that don't count because I saw it all. So I'm two of five as we speak. But, yeah, so the angles, cool. Um the the Mackenzie Davis, she was, you know, if you don't know what this movie's about, I'm pretty sure you don't. Basically, I got this like she this girl becomes a live in nanny for this daughter or this little girl gets there. It's in this old creepy house, you know, typical scary movie. She gets there, realizes that the girl has a brother. Didn't know that when she signed up. The brother starts acting all really weird. Then she starts thinking she's seeing like dead people and stuff. And then the movie goes from there. Um, so basically, this woman is creeped out by the stuff going on in the house. But made a stupid promise to this little girl so uh, that she's watching. And that's the reason why she ultimately doesn't leave the house. That's dumb in itself. <laughs> I don't care what I promised a little seven-year-old, six-year-old girl. I'm deucing if I, don't, if I don't feel comfortable. Next, your boy Flynn Wolfhard. He was okay as the creepy boy. But once you get to the ending, it explains why he didn't go full creep, I think. And then when it came to just you know being scary, very meh. Now we come to the end of the movie. Try not to spoil this since you said you want to see it. <laughs> but this movie, it's... How do I word this? What else? The ending is terrible. <laughs> but it's like... It, it makes you think it's going to go a certain way. And then it completely goes in a different direction. And I was like, what in the world <laughs> did this director decide on? I thought the direction he was about to go was about to be whack. 
But then he threw me, he threw me for a doozy and just said, nah, you got me messed up if you thought I wasn't going to shake things up. I literally, like I was telling you off my, the mood, the end came, when the credits started rolling, both my fists just balled up naturally. <laughs> like I really was about to go throw hands with the screen. I didn't even have any interest in looking up what this, move, this ending was trying to tell me because I was that mad at the movie. Brianna was trying to tell me I didn't want to hear none of that nonsense because as soon as I got out the theater, I was trying to act like the movie didn't exist. And I'm all for people who try to be like all for movies that try to be weird and, you know, be different. But there's a difference in being, you know, being intriguingly different and just being God awful. (laughs) And this movie made sure that it was going to vibe for one of the worst movies of the year, which is sad because. What's that movie that that scary movie that The Grudge came out this year already? Oh yeah, so that started things off pretty bad, but the turning was like, nope. Yeah, I'll no, take it over. No sir, <laughs> we ain't spoke yet. So congratulations, The Turning. You will definitely be my bottom ten, most likely in my <laughs> bottom three, if not my one, unless a movie like Cats comes out again. Yeah. <laughs> they do the re-release <laughs> with more edits. And Mackenzie Davis, look forward to you. I mean, this is timely because we're doing our NBA and our WNBA awards this episode. Mm-hmm. Look out for her in the WNBA segment of the show. <laughs> Finn, if Ghostbusters is trash, I will be seeing you in the yeah. WNBA side of things. And that's all I got to say about that trash. The one movie I wish I would have fell asleep on is the one I don't fall asleep on. But whatever. So... I guess we can get to the episode still doing some reflecting from 2019. We are going to do, uh, like I said, we're going to do our NBA awards and the WNBA awards, a.k.a. take the awards with, you know, you got the MVP, your defensive player, but we reshape that and go based off of movie movie terms. And then we're also going to quickly give our top tens because who who really cares about top ten lists anymore from <laughs> now that two thousand we're already in February of two thousand twenty but we're still going to throw that out there for you guys. Um, but first, this song is impossible to find. I don't understand because <laughs> I heard it clearly during the thing. I don't know. I looked at it, so maybe they just never put it out. Just like on the uh, body, the credits of Body, there's a song with Eminem, Boogie, and Anderson <laughs> Pack that has not been released. Maybe that was locking up. They just took Boogie's verse off. I would have been <laughs> messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get into all that shenanigans, it's time to do your favorite part of the show: movie crossover <laughs> idea time. First up, you got Doolittle. Okay, which I believe we already did. We're doing it again. <laughs> Because it's a good movie. And a movie I know you ain't seen, probably struggle to know about, the rhythm <laughs> the rhythm section. I don't even remember. I know they got a Blake Life in there. Without even trying to explain what the movie is. All right. Do little rhythm, rhythm section. section. All right. So Blake Lively's on a mission or something. <laughs> or something. She, she's hearing some drumming coming uh, from other ground. That's the rhythm section. And so she goes up under there, and there's all these talking animals. And she shoots them on. <laughs> I got dark. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the rhythm section about. I think Thug hey. Poe was over here still playing. <laughs> like you said, running back. 
Uh, make Kobe the top. <laughs> what if he became the top yeah, streaming artist? I doubt his stuff on Spotify. <laughs> Got download his stuff off LimeWire. <laughs> Yo, get, let Kobe get a number one <laughs> song in the world. Yeah, get a number that'd be one fire. Billboard. <laughs> oh man! But all right, time to move on to these NBA WNBA awards. Oh wow! Oops. Oh, there you go. Ooh, got a game. I can find my uh, information. Stop. Do I hear game? And I ain't talking about Jason. Oh gosh, maybe not even gonna play a game anymore. <laughs> hey, I'm back. And this 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 movie is gonna be super easy. You don't get it. No A. No A with a K boy. There you go. Oh gosh. <laughs> you heard my fire. No. Uh, super. I'm gonna show you how whack it was. One, two, three. Y'all know what that means. That's started from the bottom where I pick a movie and I start from the 10th build actor in the movie. He has to try to guess the movie. Let me count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm willing to go further back if I have to, but Eddie Marson. Next, Nick Frost. Paul? Nope. <laughs> uh, movie that Edgar Wright directed? <laughs> uh, this is not Baby Driver. Not Edgar uh, Yeah, Edgar Is it uh, the movie where they going from bar to bar into the world? Nope. <laughs> I know it ain't Shaun of the Dead. And nope. And I know it ain't Hot Fuzz. Nope. Then keep it pushing like Crow Cart, please. Uh, <laughs> Ray Winstone. Next. Bob Hoskins. Next. Ian McShane. You do other movies besides X Men? <laughs> and Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Next. Sam Spruell. Next. Sam Claflin. Only Sam Claflin movies I know. <laughs> Or a movie where they they stranded on boat. <laughs> I forgot that movie. Hunger Games. <laughs> That's about it. So, next. Charlize Theron. Sam Claflin and Charlize Theron. I feel like I should know what this movie is because now it's starting to... <sighs> Nick Frost. Charlize. Sam. I mean, Young Adult's first movie that's coming to my head, I know that ain't it. And she definitely wouldn't be third bill. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. Sam. Next? Uh, as you call him, Chrissy Hems. Chris Hemsworth. So now we got Why Sammy, <laughs> Sammy Claff, Charlize Theron, Chris Hemsworth. It's got to be a whack movie. Because if it ain't Thor, <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth did it, and it ain't, what's it called? We have one name it's remaining. Be real embarrassing when <laughs> this next name is said, and I still can't figure out what this movie is. <laughs> next. And your last name, top build of this 49% Rotten Tomatoes scored movie is Kristen Stewart. 
Sam Claflin was in uh, Snow White and the Seven. Yeah, Huntsman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lord, yeah, that's clearly why I forgot about this garbage. <laughs> Sheesh. But I wanted to read. What was the other one? The Hunts. The Huntsman. The sequel to this. The cast. That that one did even worse. It was eighteen percent freshness because it sucked. They had like a star-studded cast. Yeah, I want to know how they. I should have did this one. This one's more unbelievable. This one got. Um, this one got Sam Claflin, uh, Nick Frost, Emily Blunt. Jessica yeah. Chastain, yeah. Charlize Theron, Chris is, How do they do that? That cast is too good to be that whack. And this was recent time, so this ain't, this was 2016. So there ain't no excuse for any of them actors to be in this. That's why I was shocked. That's why I was mad. It was so whack. Like this is this stinks. That's nuts. Oh my gosh. Uh, I want to find this Tiffany Haddish song. Yes, yeah, if anybody knows the song. At the end of Like a Boss, where Tiffany Haddish is spitting bars, can y'all please send us a link? Please. I got a free Gravity poster with your name on it. <laughs> I even put your name on it. Why isn't this coming out of here? Say my name, say my name. I mean, I got the vocals to hold it down until it uh, do. We can't miss the, the, the verse. Oh. oh, here we go. Destiny Child, y'all ain't getting a lick of money for this. <laughs> I came for y'all. <laughs> Why are you playing this? Why are we going? I'm going to look up a clip from a TV show that this reminded me of. That it was probably the funniest thing I laughed at in a long time. I got to read time. these Dr. Doolittle movies because it's an extra one that I didn't know about. <laughs> I got something to say right here. Out of control, pushing me like I'm a criminal or something. Stole your heart or something, like I'm up to something. You must be great girlfriends, gossiping. Chicks hate on Kobe because he ain't with them. Tell me now, listen how silly you sound, suspecting a voice in the background. Come on, man. Trust is foul, checking messages. Probably hate me now, like not I'm just floating across the screen. My silence forgive. I'm stressed today. I was shopping with my ex for lingerie for my newfound love. That would be you. No shame in your name. I say what I want. <laughs> he was spitting. He floated across that beat. Gosh. Now back to looking for this Tiffany Haddish. But I'll read off these Dr. Doolittle movies. I wasn't. Uh, so 1998, we had Dr. Doolittle starring Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, Oliver Platt, if you want to include the other actors. Then you had Dr. What? This says Dr. Two, but Dr. Doolittle Two. Um, this... Hold up. Oh. This episode of Smart Guy with TJ gets molested. <laughs> Yikes. Excuse me. I could have okay. sworn. Oh, yeah, she was. All right, so he had two. His daughters was Kyla Pratt and Raven Simone in these movies. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. He had an all-star cast of daughters. So, that, <laughs> so that's a Dr. Doolittle 2. Then we move on. We got Dr. Doolittle 3. This came out, so it was 98, 2001. This one came out in 2006. Keep it. And it starred um, Kyla Pratt, 
mm-hmm. as the daughter. Uh, nobody else. Norm McDonald's in it. So? Uh, John Amos is in it. But then we, the follow-up to that, which came out in 2008, which is uh, two years later from that one. Um, of course, starring Kyla Pratt. It was called Dr. Doolittle, Tale to the Chief. At this point, Kyla Pratt, how old was she? You know, I don't care. But this is the one I was unaware of. It came out in 2009. It still starred uh, Kyla Pratt and Norm MacDonald. They was in all three of the non-Eddie Murphy ones. Norm MacDonald and so much stuff. But she's not even on the cover of this one. This one starred, or no, this one was called Dr. Doolittle, Million Dollar Mutts. <laughs> the cover is Sounds trash. Says, Lucky Goes to Hollywood. It has the monkey on there. That's in Dr. Doolittle, but it has three dogs with sunglasses on. Let's read what this is about. That was terrible. Maya Doolittle thinks she doesn't have to spend seven years in college to be a vet. How old is she at this point? <laughs> because she can talk to animals. She'd be a lazy for one. While taking a walk with Lucky, she helps a cat on a tree by talking to it. She gets discovered, and Tiffany Monaco, a Hollywood star, brings her to L.A. to help her little puppy who turns out to be a male. Soon, Maya and Tiffany began creating their own show, The Animal Talkers. Maya also meets Brandon Booker, who is her love interest. Oh, my gosh. Maya soon finds out that the show isn't about helping animals and goes back home to study being a vet. She also finds out Brandon is at her school, too. Meanwhile, Monkey is out in L.A. searching for his big break, but quits because he wants to help Maya. Sounds awful. It sounds like a waste of people's times, but I guess people waste more time doing other stuff. So, Dang it, this was 20th Century Fox, so Disney owns this now. They probably, we gonna <laughs> live it. This probably ain't even on uh, Disney+. Plus. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, now, what were we doing? Right, I just want to play this quick clip. I was watching Smart Guy, doing a marathon <laughs> of Smart Guy, and this scene... <laughs> From your boy Marcus was probably the funniest thing I've laughed at in so long because it was he said the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let me see if I can get the. That's right, you can plug it. How does this work? How does this? this? USB. I can put it on here. Okay. And then you gotta switch it on the sound thing. Right. Uh, the roadcaster? Yeah. Alright. All right. How much did President Jefferson pay Louisiana? Can y'all hear that? Try to ignore the whimsical voice they changed his voice to for that clip. But the fact that he 
said, I will. <laughs> In Washington, you can only get $300 out the ATM. So you got to you gotta hold 20 back just in case. So I'm going to say $280. <laughs> The, the fact he explained his reasoning <laughs> for why he was picking that. Oh, man. I had to run that uh, that joke back so many oh, times. I was man. dying. All right, but time to finally get into uh, <laughs> some movie nonsense. So, again, doing our NBA and WNBA awards. NBA awards, that's when, you know, we're giving out awards for, you know, the positives of of the year. And unfortunately, our WNBA awards, not because it's women, it's just because. It's the opposite. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's the opposite, man. The WNBA <laughs> ain't as good. But <laughs> the WNBA awards is our Razzies, where we're giving out our least favorites for the year. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to just, just quickly go over who we gave it to last year, just so the people can understand uh, where are we coming up off of? Uh, coming from? Let's see what we got. Two thousand and eighteen movies, both for two thousand nineteen. Both of our MVPs was Michael B. Jordan. He did Creed two and was in Black Panther, is what I'm assuming. Okay, he killed it. Both of our rookies was Elsie Fisher because she did Eighth Grade. Now, mind you, rook MVP is basically uh, the best, you know, actor or whatever. Um, of the year for us. And then rookie, best newcomers, how we look at it. So she did eighth grade. Defensive player of the year, basically best action star for the year. I gave it to Josh Brolin. You gave it to Tom Cruise. Um, six man is the best, you know, supporter of the year. You know, somebody who did a great supporting role or a bunch of different supporting roles. I gave it to my girl, Emma Stone. You went with Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, you know, he was in a bunch of movies. Next, I, uh, most improved is somebody who, you know, had an improvement over the year based off of what they was doing beforehand. I gave it to Melissa McCarthy. You gave it to Anna Kendrick or Anna Kendrick. I can personally say I don't remember what Melissa McCarthy moved. Oh, yeah. I surely don't. Life of the Party. I was surprised that was pretty good. And I think she. <laughs> did something else that wasn't whack. Anna Kendrick, I'm assuming, is because she came out with uh, that movie with Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. And then Coach of the Year, we both gave it to the Russo brothers for Infinity NBA, War. And then our uh, All-NBA first team is just for five uh, people who had a great year. I gave it to Michael B., Josh Brolin, Bradley Coop Coop, Emily Blunt, and Rose Byrne. You went with Michael B., Josh Brolin, Bradley Coop Coop, Elsie Fisher, and Claire Foy. I forgot Claire Foy came with that real good uh-huh. movie last year. What was that uh, iPhone? What was that called? <laughs> Insanity? Usain? Usain? Unsane. Usain. You couldn't flip the bars like I could. Uh, so you better bolt. Like Usain? Or meet Jamaica. Oh, okay, now you're starting to just, you're, you're starting to get yourself into yeah, a bad area. Nah, you're trying too hard. Bar Smith. Uh, but all right, for our WNBA, a.k.a. our Razzies for 2019 or 2018 movies, my LVP was Dakota Johnson because uh, she did some whack movies. You I went, forgot to mention the dance singing scene at the end of Like a Boss. That was very out of place. And they was on stage singing Tina Turner. Oh, yeah. You had to, it was a good moment. You had to. Uh, uh, <laughs> you had to. Hey, had to sing. <laughs> Wait, your LVP last year was Joey King. Uh, my rookie, <laughs> my worst rookie <laughs> was Aquafina. <laughs> Yours was Jacud Alordi. I don't know what he did. Who is that? Probably somebody from some Netflix movie or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, probably Kissing Booth. 
Um, my my worst defensive player of the year was Johnny Knoxville. Yours was Woody Harrelson. My worst six man was Aquafina again. She took two awards for me. Yours was Johnny Depp, and I need to apologize to Johnny Depp because it was uh, Amber Heard yeah. beating him up. Yeah, we <laughs> always rushing to the man, and I was rushing to or yeah, rushing to blame him. But apparently, it's looking like it's the other way around. <laughs> she was over here beating him up and trying to justify what she was doing wasn't punches. They were hits. <laughs> and she was making fun of him because he wanted help. So I apologize to Johnny Depp, even though if you are still producing that Michael Jackson play, you're yeah, still so weirdo you for that. <laughs> but Amber Heard, you need to get written out of Aquaman. Oh, yeah. If everybody, if all, y'all want to. I heard y'all don't have to make Aquaman. Yeah, or that. John, James Wan can do something better, but if all y'all always want the men to get out of here, can we start bringing that same heat to Amber Heard then until some news comes out that Johnny Depp again was also in the wrong? Then I'm yeah, just gonna flip sides again like a coin. And, oh my god! <laughs> uh huh? Yeah, I'm glad. I, I'm glad it messed up. I was. I thought it was. Uh, found like a boss on one, and I was trying to just play the song from the credits because I'm that desperate. <laughs> I need to know yeah, this song. I need now. to hear the bars. But um, my least improved player of the year last year was Natalie Portman. Unfortunate. I what she did. Was that the movie with the uh, with the they went into the shimmer? Was that a little smart artsy movie that oh, was yeah, black? Yeah. Uh, yours was Michelle Williams. What she do? Venom. I think so. And then my worst coach of the year was Eli Roth. Yours was Michael Suxy. Who is that? I don't know. You probably did like a Netflix movie. Probably. That's all I'm gonna always assume. <laughs> And then my last team was Dakota Johnson, Natalie Portman, Joey King, Aquafina, and Lucy Hale, all women, which I just realized. Oh, well, we know what he thinks about hey. actresses. But in my defense, I put two of my favorite actresses on there, aka right. Natalie Portman and Lucy Hale, so that makes yeah. up for it. Lucy Hale coming back with a vengeance this year. No, she's not. <laughs> she, got, she, she got Fantasy Island, and she got uh, Katie, Katie Dean, Kathy. Kathy King, Katie oh, yeah. King, whatever that Riverdale spinoff is. Brilliant show on CW. Yeah, but this one getting a season two. And then your last team was Woody Harrelson, Joey King, Jacob Elordi, Harrison Holzer, and Angry Rice. <laughs> Listen to them names. So yours all, yours all white people. So <laughs> that's fine. All right. So now it's time to move on to our NBA awards for 2020. <sighs> Let's start with the big bad boy, the MVP. Who was your MVP for 2020? My MVP for was balling this player. Uh, make my own moves. Call, Call me, me the mayor. mayor. Let me see. I guess I should have this pulled up already. My MVP goes to Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. The Joker. All right. Not mad at that choice. Because his performance just stood out. It made you want to watch it again. I feel like watching it now because I ain't watched my Blu-ray yet. I ain't, I ain't bought it yet, so I'm slipping like I got banana pills under my feet or something. Oh my gosh! All right, well I I, I narrowed mine down to four different people, and I still <laughs> haven't figured out who I'm gonna choose. So as I'm done reading these names off, I'm just going with one. All right, let's see. Your first nominee, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he was out there because he bodied it in um, uh, Endgame, and he died for the world. Next, Joaquin Phoenix. Like you said, because Joker, his performance was so strong in that that it was insane. No pun intended. Um, next, we have Brie Larson because she was also in Endgame. And she did another movie that made a bunch of money, Captain Marvel, whether I loved it or not. 
And then next, I didn't even feel like it came out last year. Because <laughs> yeah, it came and went. And then next, you got oh yeah, she also did Just Mercy too. That's what I. That's yeah, why she I, had a big year. Yeah. I may have to do some adjustments. Yeah. And so, uh, last but not least, my boy Keanu Reeves. Why? Because he did John Wick three, which was better than John Wick two, one of my favorite movies of last year, and he was also in another one of my favorite movies of last year, which was Toy Story four. So that is why I'm nominated Keanu Reeves. So, oh, this is tough, but I'm going to eliminate Robert Downey Jr. because he only did one movie, even though that movie was super strong. Brie Larson, even though you did three good movies. Because she's a woman. It's because Captain Marvel wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it's still a Marvel movie. But it brings it down to Joaquin Phoenix and Keanu Reeves. She was just to spread the love. I'm going with my boy Keanu Reeves, who also signed on to Matrix 4 last year. Mm-hmm. And even though. <laughs> so did Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> she playing? Chopra Jones. Ness. <laughs> In my head, his name was Nick Jones. <laughs> Nick Jones. Which would be the most basic. That's not like somebody I would create on like 2K uh-huh. if I didn't feel like thinking of a name. <laughs> So my MVP for 2020 is going to my boy Keanu Reeves. All right, that's good. All right. Uh, congratulations to you two individuals. Next, we got Rookie of the Year. Who you going with? My Rookie of the Year is going to Diana Silvers. It was between her and uh, okay. what's her name? Uh, uh, Caitlin Dever. But uh-huh. went with Diana Silvers because she did Book Smart. Mm-hmm. Ma. Mm-hmm. It's two good movies, and she starred. She was leading my. Mm-hmm. She did Glass. <laughs> oh, <you know>? yeah. <laughs> that's three of them things. I forgot she was in that. <laughs> okay, that was some good rookies this yeah, year. So that's, I went ahead and gave it to her. All right. Well, I only have recency bias. That's why, because makes that makes me want to change my pick. But I'm gonna spread the love around. I'm gonna go with my girl Julia Fox, or yeah, Julia Fox from Uncut Gems. She definitely knew. And that's it. <laughs> so congratulations to y'all two ladies um next we got defensive player of the year who are you going with the best action star from 2019 this was kind of difficult so i wanted to go specific like picturing the action things they did in their action movies um so i went with chris evans okay for avengers not knives out like he probably thought <laughs> and chris that yeah, uh, Chris Evans really? should have been my. <laughs> did I did I think about these? I don't think yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't think I'm actors. I don't think I put too much thought into this because. Yeah, I don't want to double check my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I would really contemplate moving Chris Evans up there, but um, I think there was a reason why I almost didn't pick Keanu Reeves to be the MVP because I have him as my defensive player of the year <laughs> off of just dang he got two awards yeah and I'm gonna just let it be or I'm gonna think about it too much but John Wick was so strong when it come to the action that he definitely deserves that and he beat up uh, Boban Monjanovic in that movie too so <laughs> alright so congratulations to y'all two gentlemen Keanu Reeves walking around he, he taking pictures with both hands full but now we moving on to sixth man of the year who is your sixth man of 2019? I went with Lakeith Stanfield. Because um, you always see him in movies. And before you see him in a movie, you see him in a trailer for a movie. Uh, but last year he did Knives Out and Uncut Gems. 
I got gems last year, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can never remember them ones that cut it close. Yeah. Uh, and he was he did had good performances in both of those, so he's my sixth man. I also went with Lakeith Stanfield for the same reasons you went with. Um, shout out to Lakeith. He got the photograph coming out uh, this month, mm-hmm. which I know you're going to be seeing on Thursday night. Absolutely not. Oh, nasty. <laughs> but all right, so shout out to Lakeith. No, Shout out to Lakeith Stanfield there First black man to win something this year so far Because of you Racist <sighs> Next we got most improved player of the year Who you going with for this Mine is Adam Sandler Because <laughs> to go from Nothing but bad movies <laughs> To Uncut Gems Where he puts on a great performance Ain't, ain't nothing you can do You gotta give it to him Cause what was his movie prior to Uncut Gems? Like a uh, fart, fart in a <laughs> fat suit. <laughs> I like the mystery or whatever that on oh, yeah. Netflix. Or, you actually like that one though. Or uh, another one on Netflix yeah. or another one on Netflix. And he he just read up with Netflix. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to put that bad movie out for y'all to watch. I won't watch it, but y'all can. I wonder if I'm going to find this song. <laughs> if it's the last thing I ever do. It's not even on the soundtrack. I was sure. Uh, way to find That's it. That's how I was looking for. I was like, "This y'all really just don't want this song out there." What was that song called? I think it had Snoop Dogg on it. Mm. Is it called like a boss? <laughs> a Slim Thug song. Uh, Slim Thug, Snoop, and Tiffany Haddish. Not even bars, but I also went with Adam Sandler here for the very same reasons. But even though Adam Sandler got great movies in his catalog of recent. He's been throwing out a bunch of stinkers, just trying to get that Netflix bag, but read back up and show us that he can actually not only make a good movie, even though he didn't he didn't write this movie or anything, but he can also act. So I'm going with Adam Sandler here for the reminder. So he's just going to go back to doing his whack stuff again. We'll probably get another good Adam Sandler movie in about four or five years or something. Mm-hmm. All right, and then Coach of the Year. Who are you going with, Chip? You already know it's the Russo brothers <laughs> every year, every time they do something. Uh, to be able to direct Avengers Endgame, that says it all. All right, and again, for the third straight award, I went with the same thing, the Russo brothers, because mm-hmm. Endgame. I mean, simple and, simple and plain, like, you know. All right, so that. What? <laughs> what? I don't quite understand <laughs> what that means. This song? Nope. I'm going to find this song. All right, well, time to move on to our all-NBA first teams. Who you right. <laughs> who you going with? My all-NBA first team is Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Chris Evans. Okay. Lupita Nyong'o. Mm, okay. And originally, I had Adam Sandler in there sealed. Man, I'm like, Brie Larson did three of them things. Mm-hmm. But but I gave Adam Sandler an award, so that should mean he's... But no, that's just most improved. I don't mean he's the best. I'm going to stick with Adam Sandler, but I'm going to keep on here. Or Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Robert Downey Jr., is that what hurt? Yep, RDJ. Chris Evans. Yep. Lupita. Mm-hmm. Because since she got snubbed everywhere, so I thought I'd throw her a bone. All right. And then Adam, Adam. Adam Sandler or Brie Larson. Or Brie Larson. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard to decide one. 
All right. I like it. I like it. Um, Myself, Robert Downey Jr., Leonardo DiCaprio. We just we ain't gonna let him just go. <laughs> he not get on the war. Yeah, he ain't just gonna come out with a great movie and not be acknowledged. Um, Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. Brie Larson with an X over it. Chris Evans, <laughs> <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> so shout out to all five of those gentlemen for getting, for getting the award. They bodied 2019. No uh, battle rap movie. Um, oh <laughs> did that come out in 2019? Nah, it was 18. I'm about to say, because that would have been a double entendre. Don't ask me how. Uh, Lee Mandel. Oh, my gosh. All right, now on to everybody's favorite part of the... Uh, <laughs> his disrespectful idea. Yeah, no. the <laughs> I, I just came into the show years into his... Nah. his, his, his <laughs> I'm, I'm a new creation. cast member. <laughs> we, got the, the we got the WNBA. The W stands for worst. So, uh, the worst NBA awards... AKR Razzies, who is your least valuable player of all 2019? Who stunk up the least joint? Least valuable, let's see. Skunk. I went with Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, I'm she, not surprised. She opened the year very bad uh, with um, Greta. Mm-hmm. And just the vibe Greta had, she has to be the LVP. Fair enough. Not mad at that selection. She definitely, we were able to remember that for the full year. Mm-hmm. If, if it don't leave you. And she has the runoff of like the prior years with Fifth Wave. What was that movie called? Yeah, Fifth Wave. Stuff like that. So, yes, that stunk. Um, I'm going to go with your girl, Rebel Wilson. Because <laughs> she did Cats mm-hmm. and she did Isn't It Romantic? Two movies that fall in my bottom ten, so it's only right that she gets the least valuable player of 2019. So congratulations to both of y'all, ladies. And you need to give it to him, man. You steady giving it to girls. What's nah, wrong with you? You, you, have, you be having all W. You take that all WNBA serious. Nah, all get, women in there. I'll just spoil it. I only got one girl getting one more award. Award. You probably got it full, like a stomach after eating a big dinner. But next we got the let that fall flat. <laughs> Pancake. All right, so now you got rookie. <laughs> Who's your worst rookie of 2019? My rookie is someone I'm not sure who it is, so I'm going to look it up. <laughs> but Laura Marano, who's that? Laura Marano. <laughs> I am not sure. <laughs> but my phone knew how to spell her last name, so maybe I probably spoke about her before. I don't know. Oh, she was the love interest in the perfect date. <laughs> I didn't like her. <laughs> Another Netflix movie yep. gets, gets the bullet. Not mad at that selection. I'm going to go with, and I only did this because I couldn't think of nobody else, and that's Francesca Hat- Hayward. She was the main girl in Cats. <laughs> but she wasn't bad in the movie. But unfortunately, when you surround yourself by garbage, you're going to start to stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. So, nah, wasn't. so congratulations to you, ladies. You guys were the worst rookies of 2019. Do better. Um, next, we got the defensive player of the year. Who was the worst defensive player of the year for 2019? Um, James McAvoy. I had to give it to my man. He had glass. That was actiony, <laughs> but his action role in uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Um, that's what really puts him over the edge for that <laughs> award. 
I also went with James McAvoy <laughs> for the very same reasons. Glass was whack. Dark Phoenix was whack. But I also put it because he was in It Chapter 2. And don't get me yeah. wrong, that was a great movie. But I was still somehow disappointed by it because it didn't, it didn't meet the lofty expectations the first one had. And I wasn't blown away by his performance. It was good, but all those great actors in there, I wanted to see some exceptional performances. And I just got a bunch of hot gas for Bill Hader. I thought he was about to put in some work, which he did. But it wasn't exceptional. It didn't blow me away. Dang, I'm still standing like uh no, nah, I'm not even gonna do it. I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> nah, you're just not ready. Gosh. But all right, congratulations to James McAvoy. Do better, please. Um, next we got six man of the year. Who is your worst six man of two thousand and nineteen? Isabella Huppert. Who's that? I believe she was also <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is the lady from Greta. Oh, yeah, it is her. Her. Because <laughs> Greta was whack. And she was a part of that. Uh, that's a good choice. Good choice. I'm spelling her name wrong, so she can just we deal with it. We definitely, by the time we read this next I'm like, year, I'm like, who are these people? Oh, the rookies. I ain't going to know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went with your boy, Liam. Go hunt those blacks, Neeson. Because... <laughs> He, even though he's he was the lead in uh, Cold Pursuit, and that movie wasn't whack. It just wasn't good. But he was in uh, Men in Black International. Oh, yeah. He, he was definitely the little, little side in that movie, and that movie stunk. And I believe he was also in something else, but don't quote me. But either way, I'm going with Liam Neeson. And he also outed himself for Without being forced, yeah, to be racist. Was, somebody was forcing him in his brain because he he spilled the beans. What was forcing racist. him? What was forcing him was guilt. Yeah, he like this is overwhelming. I gotta tell somebody, <laughs> so I'm gonna tell the world. Um, but Liam Neeson, Isabella, congratulations, you guys do better next year. Um, next we got least improved player of the year. Who 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 backtracked this uh, this past year? Least improved goes to. James McAvoy. Mm. I'm doing two real bad movies in one year. That's just that ain't you. Yeah, that was that's a good choice. I definitely could have easily went with that, but uh uh decided to go with somebody who was in one of the worst movies that I saw last year, and that was my boy, and it hurt pains me to put this. Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. He did that movie uh under the Crystal Lake, uh whatever, something about being under a lake or something. And that movie was it sound sounds even close. I gotta wait. We gotta wait for the bars. She should be yelling her name sometimes, too. No, so that's Tiff. Be it. I was instrumental. There we go. Uh. She would have said a girl's trip bar. We would have known that was it. Um, but congratulations to Andrew and James. We know you guys can do better, so stop it. Definitely. Um, all right. And who is the worst coach of 2019? What director was stinking up the John? Neil Jordan. What movie he direct? 
either Greta or the perfect date, I'm going to assume. <laughs> it got to be Greta, then. He directed Greta. <laughs> that man's like, I didn't direct Greta. <laughs> hey, Neil Jordan. Now you did, even if he didn't. <laughs> All right, Neil Jordan, congratulations. I went with Tom Hooper, who is the director of Cats. Yeah, you deserved it. Not only did you make that whack movie, y'all let that whack movie go out without being fully edited. And that's just in y'all's opinion, because I ain't <laughs> never seen somebody drop a movie yeah. and then send copies of that movie, re-edit it out to the public <laughs> again. So, Tom, do better. Neil, do better. All right, on to uh, the last part of this, and we got our last teams. Who is a part of your, who's your five-man rotation from your your last team in 2019? We got Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Noah from The Perfect Date. <laughs> <laughs> Isabella Huppert and Laura Marana. All right, so we got Chloe Grace Moretz, James McAvoy. Uh, what's his name? Noah from the Perfect Day. I don't know this. Noah Centennial, but I'm gonna put Noah, even though that's not how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Noah from the Perfect Date. Isabella Hubbard and who was the last one? Laura Marana. Laura Marano. Love interest from the perfect date. Congratulations, Chloe. Congratulations, James, Noah, Isabella, and Laura. You guys did a, a smashing job. Now, my last no team. construction worker. Oh, my gosh. That is a smashing job. No, it's not. Uh, my last team is going to be, of course, Rebel Wilson, mm-hmm. James McAvoy, mm-hmm. Chloe Grace Moretz as well. Liam Neeson, and your girl, Hillary Duff. <laughs> so Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff did that oh, Sharon yeah. Tate movie, and that's <laughs> it. But that was enough. <laughs> the fact that in the same year that Margot Robbie decides to play Sharon Tate, you also play Sharon Tate yeah. is basically the reason why it's happened. So congratulations to all those winners. You guys got to do better. Those for the W or the NBA, great job. Keep doing good things. Don't end up on the um, the LV or on the WNBA. Is there anybody who was was a part of the NBA who got nominated for a WNBA? I know Melissa McCarthy definitely. <laughs> uh, hey, that's a big turnaround. That's a fall off. Anybody else? Definitely, probably Ansel. Not to Ansel. If we did it in the early ages, where he was getting, yep, 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 because Ansel won Most Improved and won a defensive. Um. Russo brothers, you done gave it to them like three times already. Deserving. <laughs> uh, Sorry, right, yeah. And Melissa McCarthy, I gave her the LVP. She got a most improved. So, all right. We got people out here trying to do better with themselves. I remember the year the Flatliners came out. Jeez. It just says on here, <laughs> you gave it to the director of Flatliners. <laughs> <laughs> You gave it to that whole cast. Uh-huh. Nina Dobrev got the six man. No Ellen Page. It. Ellen Page got least improved. Nina Dobrev got the LVP. And we all know I didn't put Kiersey Clemens on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nina Dobrev got the LVP and the six man that year. <laughs> what did she get the <laughs> Oh, yeah, the least. She was balling off the bench so much. So she got that. <laughs> she put an astounding performance. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, well, shout out to all the winners there. If you want to, I ain't even going to ask y'all, but if you want to, in the comments, you can put who you would put. But 
It's like talking to it's like talking to myself <laughs> when I ask these questions. All right, now on to the, our top ten movies for 2019. Ain't no need, no explanation for this. Um, you can go ahead and spew out your top ten. Um, I'll do like five, uh, whatever's uh, honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, Ma. Lion King somehow in my weird score. Right. Just Mercy. Just Mercy. Captain Marvel and Uncut Gems. That right. brings us to 10. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Nine. Mm-hmm. Lego Movie 2, the second part. Mm-hmm. Eight. The Long Shot. I'm looking for some uh, little music or something I can play in the back. Um. <laughs> Nah, not like that. Oh yeah, hold on. Sing every lyric to this, cause I know you know it. I don't know the song. I'm waiting. I don't know the song. Do the ad libs, and then get into your bag. <laughs> like, it's about to drop for you. I don't know this. What is this song? I'm not familiar. Act brand new, like a new game. Ah, uh, you missed your drop. Uh, ah, uh, dang. I was ready too. Um. <sighs> Where was I at? Seven, Knives Out. Okay. Six, Book Smart. Okay. Five, Joker. Okay. Four, Us. Okay. Three, Toy Story 4. Okay. Two, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. And one, everybody say it at the same time, Avengers Endgame. Can you picture uh, Eternals or... Black Widow being the best movie of the year. Gotta get in the 10. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> five. Yeah, I can. Black Widow for sure, maybe. If Taskmaster is real, real sweet. Well, Eternals, we gotta see. They almost die for this movie, so it better be good. I'm really intrigued to see how this turns out. How it turns out. Please, no. I don't want to hear a Pennywise bar. I ain't got no sort of Pennywise bars. Like, I ain't serving it. No drinks. <laughs> Dang, was, you can flip it and reverse it. No Missy Elliott. That was whack. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if you start forcing, forcing Pennywise in your songs or in your lines, then you really are forcing it. Hey, just go ahead and name your top 10 movies. <laughs> all right. Well, if you go, you guys can follow along with me because I posted all of them in one quick swoop. All 76 of the movies I new movies I saw <laughs> last year in one post on icmovies.wordpress.com. Icy movies. So I will give you my uh, five. about my necklaces. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll give you my five honorable mentions. You got Hobbs and Shaw, a nice little entertaining spinoff of the Fast Saga. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham got good rapport. They had a couple surprises in there with Ryan, not Ryan, I almost called him Ryan Gosgoss, Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart. That was funny. I just wish the action would have been a tad bit better since David Leach or whatever his name is was the director. Next, we got Just Mercy starring Michael B and Jamie Foxx and Big Bree. And I thought the movie was uh, superbly acted you know, good little story I ain't know about. So, you know, happy Black History Month. Um, next, I got Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler, great movie, great performance. 
uh, introduced us to a new uh, who I'm hoping has a actress who has a great career. Julia Fox kept you kept you on the edge of your seat. She'll be in like a Hulu show soon. She's gonna be in a Transformers. They doing a Transformers reboot mm-hmm. and Beast Wars. I also read that they are doing a spinoff to Bumblebee. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> they, said, they said the new Transformers movie will have a completely different cast. They said this Bumblebee spinoff, not Bumblebee sequel. That's Bumblebee spinoff. Of, what, what is this spinning off to, into? John Cena. I have. Is, what's her name gonna go to college and not be driving around a Bumblebee no more? <laughs> oh I don't know what. But that's also gonna have a new cast. That but, makes sense. <laughs> but uh, back to what I was saying, Julia Fox will probably be in like. Transformers or something. Yeah, and whoever, yeah. Taking the place of Megan Fox. Who will be the lead male in that movie? I hope this don't happen. Darn Edgerton. That's too crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, I saw Logan Lerman's on a show. I think it's Apple TV Plus. Oh, so he's alive. <laughs> I thought he was out there looking like Delonte West for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, Delonte West looked dead in the streets when they was trying to help him up. Who would be? Hmm. Probably like a Noah. Nope, Noah. What's his name from? Yep, <laughs> from him and Julia Fox. <laughs> yeah, he attempted his action uh, uh, entrance into the foyer with Charlie's Angels. Oh my gosh! We saw how that turned out. We saw how it. Turned oh my out. gosh! You originally said that, so I, I don't know, know why. I, I, I don't just, know why you force uh, forcing it like a kitchen no. sink. <laughs> oh my gosh! Put a little filet in that faucet, uh, like a kitchen sink. Not for, no. <laughs> not a bar bender like me. Uh, I'm the original bar bender. Speaking of bars, and I don't mean any racism by this, but <laughs> there's, we were driving. We saw this ice cream place that we ain't never been to before. We wanted to stop there. On the door, it says, you can go to Tortillos. Come here to get some Tortillos. I was like, I don't know. Why are you with that accent? That's just how it's pronounced. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to go in here anymore because I don't even know if there's an ice cream place. (laughs) And then we look through the window. We see a cone. So cone made out of tortilla shells. It's just a picture. It's like a little light up sign of an ice cream cone. Like, oh, so this is an ice cream place. So we walk in, immediately on the table, I see pictures of the restaurant from next door, Tortillos. You can get you some uh, alcoholic beverages. You can get you a, a, a carton of chips, get you a burrito, some sangrias. And then I look across the tables and I see ice cream. And I'm like, I don't want this anymore. So one of us gets the ice cream. One of us bells out because he's smart. <laughs> gets the ice. Somebody gets the ice cream. They start eating it. That thing is frozen. Got the frost burns all over it. Got the crunchy ice chips. <laughs> so this one person was going to throw the ice cream out of the window because it was disgusting and a waste of three bucks. And I was like, man, let me try the ice cream. So I tried it. Not only was it nasty, but it was also crunchy <laughs> because of those ice crystals. So that ice cream was immediately tossed out of the window. <laughs> so all, I say all that to say this. Not go to Mexican places to get you some ice cream. I thought you were about to say they should build the wall. That's what it sounded like you was heading nah, towards I was saying. just going to say I want my home and white people to make my ice cream. <laughs> this is all. But uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. What was I saying? 
Uncut mm-hmm. Gems was what I was talking with. Bring it all back. Oh, yeah, we were talking about, about the top movies. Uncut <laughs> Gems. Next, I got Queen and Slim. Uh, I thought that was a good little um, Bonnie and Clyde movie. If that's what you want to call it. I just thought that was just a good little story about, you know, racism and how it can just affect your lives. Um, and then last but not least, I got Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Sitting at a nice crisp 11 on my list. Now, getting into the top 10, let's go. First up, we got Knives Out. Great little uh, mystery, Who Done It by Ryan Johnson. Um, you know, got a great cast. It was just, it was, it was, dang. Sorry, I just had a mental thought of something that I forgot. But, Damn, bring it around. Dang, good old days. But yes, I'm going Knives Out. Um, At number nine, we got Us. Great follow-up to Get Out. Um, Great performance by Lupita. Great performance, and uh, I guess, by Winston Duke. Uh, Ending that had people talking. A great score. Just a great movie. So, Boom. Next, we got at number eight, the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Mm-hmm. I forgot how much, even though I didn't think it was as good as the first one, it was Ooh. definitely a very funny movie. Um, and I like the twist at the end, so I thought... Like some dreadlocks? No. I thought <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller created another intriguing story with the whole Lego concept. Concept now that Lego concept is a TV show, so probably won't be seeing any more of those movies. <laughs> um, next we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at number seven, Quentin Tar- a Quentin Tarantino feature. The acting was great. Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, who will probably take home an Oscar this year, Margot Robbie, a bunch of other people who just came and went inside the movie. You know, it wasn't. It was more of just like a day in the life, or just a just a. A moment in time in Hollywood in this era in the Manson murder and you know, around the time the Manson murders happened, but it was still a great, a great movie. Quentin Tarantino showed he's a wizard with the dialogue. Leonardo DiCaprio, of course, once again, show you that he can just carry a movie if you want. And then he was helped by Brad Pitt. Then he was helped by the dialogue. So it was just, just a great movie all around. So kudos to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming in at number six. We got John Wick Chapter Three, Parabellum. I was like, when is like I was I wasn't expecting John Wick to be good. Then it was. Then they came out with the sequel, and I was like, how is this even better than the first one? <laughs> I was like, I expected to teeter a little bit with the third one, but still be good since you already set the precedent. And then the third one opens up with the nonstop action that is just crazy. That's able to try to you know carry its way all the way into the end of the movie because the action slows down at a point. But then you got the scene with Halle Berry, which is nuts. And then you got the end of the movie, which is crazy. And then they set you up for the fourth one, when we are getting the fourth one again, which apparently is coming out around the same time, right there, tentatively, as Matrix 4 is coming out. Mm-hmm. So They originally said the same exact day, and they were going to call it Keanu Reeves Day. All right, well, go ahead and do it then. But That one those, would be insane. <laughs> one, of those, one, he would be doing some, I mean, you can hit all the press running one, one just be like, I got these two movies, I got Matrix, and I got uh, John Wick. Go see him. But, uh, yeah, so that's just a great movie, one of the best action movies. I say that every time John Wick movie comes out, one of the better action movies in the last few years. So shout out to Ke- Keanu Reeves. At number five, we got Spider-Man Far From Home, a great follow-up to Homecoming. I was a little, while I was watching, I was like, 
it's good, but Homecoming looking like the much better movie. And then it starts taking off when you got the switch up with Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, Mysterio. Mysterio? Mm-hmm. This Mysterio character. And then when they started getting in the visuals bag, and then they just started getting in there. It was just a great all-around follow-up. So shout-out to uh, the MCU. No, none, um, no shout-outs to Sony, though. And keeping it pushing like a crow card at number four. We got Book Smart. Olivia Wilde really stepped in it with her directorial debut. Benny Feldstein was hilarious in this. Caitlin Devers, Devers, Beavers, whatever her name is. She was hilarious in this. Their camaraderie together was able to carry the entire movie. But let's not forget that we had Billy Lord who came in and stole the show with some of her antics. We had the gay dude from the... um, the one show that came on ABC or Fox that I thought was real funny. I don't remember what it is, but he was very funny in it. Uh, yes, I've still been over here looking for this song. <laughs> just the whole cast of those people in there was just did a great job. Olivia Wilde did a great job directing it. Even that little um, uh, scene with the little, was it Claymation or Barbie dolls? Whatever you want to call it. thought that was interjected nicely into the movie. It was written very well. I just thought it was just a surprise hit. I mean, hit is you know, not money-wise because we know they didn't make that much money. But just in terms of quality, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. You can call it like a female version of Super Bad all you want. I think it's just it's that that much of a good movie where it's able to be in comparison, whether it's as good or not as a classic comedy like Super Bad. But that is book smart. Then at number three, we got a movie I didn't want, which was Toy Story 4. I was like, there's no way y'all should be following up Toy Story 3 with how it ended. But they made it. I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Walked into it. Walked out in my fails again. Not as much as in 3. Yeah, 3 was ridiculous. But spoiler alert, seeing Woody say goodbye to his toy family was tough. Yeah. I was like, all right, this got to be the end. I can't deal with this anymore. (laughs) Toy Story 5 would just be overkill. But it was great. Um, Standing over a gravesite. Oh, my. I mean, Royce said it, so. But the way you say it is whack. I'm just referencing Royce. Hey, Sasha. For one, that bar took me forever to catch. Uh-huh. Sasha. <laughs> that bar at will. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> I look like, there was oh. an Eminem line that I didn't realize was a two and one on this past album when he said, uh, she's, uh, he said, what did he say? Something, this, this chick is catty. Uh, that's the shortest thing for a dress since an uh, no she's a bingo this chick is caddy that's the shortest thing for a dress uh cincinnati oh yeah since that? uh addy which is short for a dress and he said bingo earlier so you know he had to smash that to cincinnati Man. i was like <sighs> i ain't gonna lie i don't listen to that song that much because i don't like that as long as he was barred to death i just don't like those yeah. little funky uh funky like type of little uh I just wasn't in the mood for that song. <laughs> but he's he barred that to death. But he was still killing it. Um, anyway, that song was very short, too, mm-hmm. for an Eminem song. His songs <laughs> used to average five minutes. Yeah, all these songs in this album, uh, no, no, nothing's longer besides the darkness. Everything's below four minutes. He was like, I guess I'll make a song for the kids. I got Juice <laughs> World on here and Young and Man. Might as well make my song short, too. 
Ain't nobody talking about how he got a uh, top five song in the country. Yeah, because of Juice <laughs> World. <laughs> and his fast rap. Because for some reason, kids still love rap God because of that fast part. <laughs> no, he broke his own record twice already. That is crazy. He has the record now and that Juice. That was ridiculous how fast he was rapping. That was too much rapping, though. <laughs> yeah, some people would say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Toy Story 4 coming in at number three. Number two, Joker. Very surprised to see that this is my second favorite movie of the year. Um, I, for one, it's a DC movie, so I'm automatically biased. Uh, and I just didn't. I do it would probably be one of the most intriguing, more anticipated movies of the year, but it'd be in my top two. But you got to hand it to Joaquin Phoenix, even though I give him least, less credit for this movie because once I saw his, you know, him make his rounds at this award circuit. Yeah, that's how his voice actually is. Yeah, it's just him. He's just weird. <laughs> He, he is the Joker, so, um, but yeah, still kudos to him. He bodied this role insanely, uh, not not just acting wise, but really gotten his weight lost bag and made his body look disgusting. Um, Todd Phillips did a great job directing this movie. The person who did the score did a great job. Um, the darkness and the tension it just created when a movie able to make me feel uneasy at the end. Then I'm gonna give it its I'm gonna give it its flowers, uh, and then no Valentine's Day. I mean, that's a t- I'm a timely rapper. Like I, I swear to Bob. Uh, uh, but last but not least, number one is Avengers Endgame. Self-explanatory. I'm not. I'm not going over it. But that is that's my top ten for What's that guy's name is? Uh, that com- comic? Chris D'Elia. Yeah, he was on uh, You, season two, if anybody cares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's our top 10 movies for 2019. Intrigued to see what 2020 is going to look like because these movies, this year looks like it's going to be a subpar for year for movies just based <laughs> off of names, but we could be in for a surprise. Like golfing out of Quiznos. Oh my God. It's going to be a subpar year. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm a bar smith. I guess uh, is there anything else before we move into the the weekly Geely, which I'm I'm excited about these two nominees. <laughs> I, don't, I think that's it. All right, well, first up, the weekly Geely. Your first nominee is the director of Mulan, and her name is Nikki Caro. All right, what does she say? She's getting nominated for her reasoning on why, and she made it official why she didn't no put Mushu. Yeah, why she didn't put Mushu in the right, movie. Here we go. No, here we go. We're, the fact that that's just that the fact that she clarified is just reason enough. But she said, <laughs> "Where is that?" Where her I women? gave up on looking for Tiffany Haddish's song. By the way, everyone, that's exhausting. But where are her women words at? Um, she was like, <laughs> "Why <laughs> she revealed that Mushu would not be appearing in the remake?" And I quote. I think we can all appreciate that Mushu is irreplaceable. Is he? <laughs> is he, though? Uh, uh, you know the animated classic stands on its own in that regard. Um, but that's basically all she said in that front. And then she continued to say, 
that um, in the movie there is a creature, there's a creature representative, a spiritual representative of the ancestors and most particularly of Mulan's relationship with her father. But an update on Mushu, no. And then uh, people were saying they feel like they saw a version of Mushu in the trailer. She was like, nah. So on the left and right hand of the emperor, there is a dragon. The dragon is a representative of the masculine, and the phoenix is the representative of the feminine. In a movie, in a story that so much explores gender fluidity, I thought that that was a really nice and appropriate way to go, and that's the dragon you see flying in the trailer. So basically, no Mushu because Mushu is irreplaceable. Uh, Izzy? Don't like that reasoning. More irreplaceable than some of the other characters they have thrown in these Disney <laughs> remakes because it's only yeah. right to put these characters in the movie. And also, they removed all the music. Oh, so this is just a... This is uh, just Crouching, Crouching Tiger. Tiger Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this movie looks terrible. Yeah. There is just, there is no music and no Mushu. There is, this looks just like some regular, regular movie. You don't even have to call this Mulan. Yeah, you can call it... What could you call it? War Princess. Done. Finish. War princess. It is over. It's just like Mulan, but it's different. And you don't even got to call it Disney's Mulan. Somebody else could have made this like A24, and then everybody could have died at the end. <sighs> but that's Nikki Carl. That's why she's getting nominated. And of course, last but not least, we got the Evan Rachel Wood for her calling. Yeah, I don't like her. For her calling Kobe a racist after his death was announced. So who you rocking with? You better be careful next time she hunt plant. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. As dumb as what, uh, uh, who's the director That's <laughs> what she said is. Nikki Caro. Gotta be Evan Rachel Wood. She can't be that disrespectful. Does Evan Rachel Wood got something going on? Let me look her up. Yeah, she got a movie or a TV show in the works or out that somebody needs to cancel or boycott. To her. Evan Rachel Bad enough she used to be married or date uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, it's weird. And she was married to Jamie Bell. Oh, uh, the thing? Mm-hmm. Now that's uh, Kate Mara's husband. Oh, yeah. Man, let me look at what she got. It's probably a weird dinner when uh, Rudy Mara brings Joaquin and Kate <laughs> brings Jamie. Yeah. They're going to talk about their comic book movies and which one was best <laughs> and debate them. Evan Rachel Woods only 32. Seems like she's been around for a while. Yeah, she's young. She, I remember she was starting all the movies at a young age. All right, let's see what she got going on. She got this year, Kajillionaire. Is that a movie or a show? Let me look. Because if it's a movie, I hope it gets shelved like oh, books. Yeah. This movie is her, Richard Jenkins, Deborah Winger, and Gina Rodriguez. This is a crime drama. Well, I hope it gets shelved. That's, that's a flop. Like books. No. <laughs> And this is produced by uh, Brad Pitt Company, I think. Yep. Brad Pitt. Plan B. Shelve it. Like I got Pennywise yeah. sitting as please, a, up as please. a collectible. Then she got Vienna and the Phantoms. TV show? This is, nah, this is a movie. It's a unreleased musical drama romantic film. It's Shelf it. Dakota Fanning, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, I got my boy John Barenthal in it. Well, he's gonna have to take. He's gonna yeah, have to. He's, he's, that's happened to him before, I know. They got the reshooter to take her out. Uh, let's see. But as far as television, she's still on Westworld. Cancel it. I would love for it to be canceled. Like, like no more Pennywise. That <laughs> not uh, PC in this climate. Your bars are whack. 
Like what? 100. Uh, that's so whenever we started this podcast. <laughs> 2015. Uh, I'm done doing this podcast. I'm not retired. <laughs> yeah, podcast making is hard. Uh, no crowbar. Um, all right. So, I told you all 2020, you ain't going to hear no fro fro Kroby bars from me. <laughs> fro fro Kroby bars. Huh. That's the name of the podcast now? Fro fro Kroby? <laughs> <laughs> Kroby. Kroby? <laughs> uh, that's when you shoot crowbars Dang, in the trash brick, can. We brick roll. We shoot crowbars in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, because you always just randomly throw the crow, uh, a big old you, crowbar. Anytime you shoot, because we know it's going to be a brick, you got to say Kroby. I would never. I was at the gym today. I tried to do a turnaround fader. Somebody yelled. <laughs> Van Fleet. <laughs> it was like. That's way off. <laughs> and it aired <laughs> on the opposite side of the rim. Yikes. So it was way off. But then I almost hit another one. I was trying. Oh, man. I was really trying it. Like, I'm about to punch Pennywise. Uh, Kobe Smoters and her husband are going to be on an Avengers episode of The Simpsons. I saw. I haven't watched uh, Simpsons in a while. There's no Ma Poo in there, so. Oh, yeah. They finally decided to get that racist character out the way. I don't think he's going to be on the show in general now. Yeah, good. Because <laughs> it was getting kind of wild 20 <laughs> years later, but fair enough. Like, mm, I don't have enough of this uh, Ohio State, uh, California, uh, merry-go-round. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was by far. I need all I need all kinds of sound effects. Where's the iguana <laughs> farting in the bathtub? That was by far the worst reach. Where is the iguana farting? That was a bar. Gutters don't get it because y'all don't get it because your heads are stuck in the gutter. But it's fine. Y'all don't no have Pennywise. <laughs> That, that was that was you're welcome fire you're yeah welcome. I caught you slipping like my feet got banana pills taped to the bottom <laughs> taped this is this is out all right not long because we, we were at one nineteen <laughs> now we at one twenty five oh lord right. up for <laughs> oh yeah I looked up Evan Rachel Woods and all her stupid movie that deserved to be boycotted yeah, so I'm 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 down with canceling Evan Evan Rachel Wood for being disrespectful also canceled that uh woman <laughs> reporter who was uh who acts not accidentally said the n word when she was trying to say Lakers yeah <laughs> which which has been flying under the radar Lakers sounds nothing like <laughs> yeah so that that's uh, yeah she just she, she's done. But whatever. So yeah, go Evan Rachel Wood. Don't even go sit in the corner. Get leave. Yeah. Get away from here. <sighs> but now on to uh, That sounds so nasty. <laughs> <laughs> on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of this show. Got a couple movies to resolve, I believe. Uh yeah, we got the turning in Gretto and Hansel. So no, I was off on these. Let's see the turning. If you go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, bug spray is sitting at a nice crisp thirteen percent. I gave it a thirty-three percent, which is utterly too high. You went with a twenty-seven percent, okay, giving you the victory there. It's now four to one. Me, it's okay. I ain't panicking yet. 
uh, I don't have a disco to go to. But next we got Gretel. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's getting worse. Uh, Gretel and Hansel. It is currently sitting at a high sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes right huh? now. <laughs> that movie might have to get seen. There ain't no way. That's at sixty percent. Mm-hmm. Heck, sixty percent sitting. At, it came in fourth at the box office. A little I weird. Sworn I was low. That's crazy. Must have been raising up like Petey Pablo's uh, that audience sh- score shirt. Though. Was it a tower or a shirt? He was spinning like a helicopter. It was a shirt. All right, the Petey Pablo hey, shirt. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take, Take your shirt, shirt off. Right, like a helicopter. Mm, no, spinning like a propeller. No, spinning like a what's those little things out that be fun? Oh, windmill. Oh, the things that be outside that's like beige that be spinning when they come down. Them leaves? There ain't leaves, though. What do they call it? Helicopters? <laughs> leaves. <laughs> I don't know. Spinning like leaves. Spinning leaves. But yeah, that audience score is... around your head, spinning like a top. Oh, my gosh. That audience Do you get is. that bar? Do you re- take your time and think about that bar? Tops is a toy that's known to spin. And guess what a shirt is? It's a shirt, not a top. Yours are crop tops. I know that much. <laughs> no, yours are halter <laughs> with spaghetti straps. <laughs> You've been walking around. I didn't see a lot of number eight jersey dresses even wearing and crop tops. Where I can't even see the eight. Okay, that's because the, all the regular Kobe jerseys sold out. Probably. Yeah, I can only imagine. Luckily, I, had a, I have a stack of them in my closet as of Jer- now. Stack of jersey dresses, I know, but whatever. No. Granted, one of them is kind top. of long. So it's a dress, but now that I'm taller, I grew since I bought it. Right, form fitting too. Years ago. Nah, not form fitting. You gotta go to, keep it loose. Go to New York Fashions. I bet you they like paper. Got, they got some. Nah, I ain't going. There. That's what you. That's what you used to shop. Get you a little. Nice. The, the outfit that they be hanging on the outside <laughs> with a shirt would come with the shorts. <laughs> Throw some red felines with it and keep it pushing like a Lamaze class. Oh my <laughs> I shop at Devereaux's. Because that's yeah, where I had you, to get my red dickies. Dang, why ain't we getting no Jabodes? I tried to get some Jabodes at the Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't like the color scheme. <laughs> color scheme was ugly. Like, did I have some Jabodes? I think I I think I think did have some Jabodes. Now nah, I think about it. You probably got them after we was done with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't <laughs> cool no more. Jabodes <laughs> is over. It's a red <laughs> monkey now. <laughs> Get over that dude said in the class. Got on the fake red monkeys. Like, how you know? That's messed up. Red monkey jeans. Red monkeys. Get them. You can get the five for twenty or the four for twenty five or whatever it was. Yeah, had to. You had to shop around the mall to find the right deal. Switch over to champs. Tauties. We have tauties. Is where it was at. I used to throw a tautie under my polos. When I went to, because in polos, they would stop kind of at my waist. I'm like, I can't hide. I got something long. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, I started wild when I had the 3X tall tee. That thing was hanging <laughs> off the crazy. shoulder like a That's crazy because the tall tees are already longer. A 3X in like middle school. If they didn't have my size, if they didn't have extra large or double X, then. I'm getting that three. Yeah, I wasn't uh, going backwards. 3XL. Extra large was already pushing it. Yeah. Like the crow sleeves, I used to. If my sleeves wasn't past my elbow, I'm like, oh my gosh, this shirt's young. Yeah, it had to be at the, it had to be almost at the wrist. And then shorts. 
They had to be <laughs> near the ankles. If your shorts was on, at your knee or above, that's back when you could say slurs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I feel like I'm like uh, What is those women Who be covered From head to toe Cause I had Had the long socks That went all the way up Past the shorts Fitted down to the brow Clearly though The sleeves is all the way To the hands Might as well wear Long sleeving pants (laughs) Pants You know them things Was baggy I wore 38 34 I gotta wrap them J's around twice. <laughs> and I definitely had to roll them up with the rubber band. Oh, yeah, you already know. Put the rubber band at the end so they can be like joggers before joggers came out. <laughs> the baggiest pair of joggers. <laughs> some people, I don't know how some people got like the Nike bands, the Lance Armstrongs on their ankles. Like, how did you get those past your foot? Because <laughs> I was 11s in sixth grade. So <laughs> I had the size 11 white and gray T Max. My feet look mm. humongous. And I used to wear Browns jerseys back then for oh some my reason. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez. And I had a Kenyon Martin jersey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no singer. That was replaced by Billie Eilish. What? You said Lord. And oh I said my. no singer. That was replaced by uh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish and her trap. Uh, now, Lord's probably like 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, 19, 20 years old. <laughs> Whack. But um, yeah, anyway, so Gretel is sitting at a GPS at Gre- that's at Gret yeah, Gretel and oh my gosh. Gretel and Hansel is sitting at a sixty percent. Or as you call it, Gretel and Handsome. Okay, definitely would never, but to each his own. I gave it a twenty nine percent, which is fairly low, like limbo at the fair. You gave it a 50%. Oh, my gosh. You gave it a 50%, which is way off. So I get the W there. Burly. Like a big boy. Um, So it is now five to one. And we got some big movies to do this week. First up, Birds of Prey flock together. I don't know why now. I feel like it's going to be 62. I'm going high. It's funny as you like say, a greeting. Gosh. As you say that, I was writing sixty. <laughs> so now I don't know if I'm gonna go above you. Let's <laughs> keep it below because it ain't gonna. I don't believe it's gonna be whack no more. I'm going, I'm going super high, like a, a blunt with a cape on it. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> whack! I'm going seventy percent to your sixty-two. And I hope it's 90-something. <laughs> so you can be mad. Nah. All right, next, in honor of Black History Month, we got The Photograph, the movie that you're going to be seeing on... 73. Hey. I ain't seen this. Sheesh. I'm going to go back to my original. I got no, faith. No Evans. And hope. No Kelly Ripa, another girl. Uh. Um, but I am going with a 60%. So for the photograph, you that seems too high, too. I would yeah, I don't, I'm just going for it this year because I already whooped you last year. So I can. I need my John Wick, too. <laughs> uh, but for the photograph. <laughs> hey, I got my John Wick, too, today. 
I'm going with 60%. You went with 73. Birds of Prey, I went with 70. You went with 62%. So we shall see in the coming weeks because those both come out. Or Birds of Prey comes out on the 7th. Uh, the one comes out on Valentine's Day. All right. Um, got some Blu-rays or something, whatever's next. Blu-rays. Um, I'll just start at the top of the last month because I really don't remember if we what all we did. Did we do Joker? No, but it's a must-own. Joker must own. Let's move on to Gemini Man. That is, I don't want to. I don't want to put uh, Will Smith in a bad position, so I don't want to see that ever again. Uh, did you see Maleficent, Mistress of Evil? Nope, don't want to. <laughs> oh, there was a. Uh, oh no, that's a re-release, a regular air. But uh, <laughs> uh, did you see Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Nope, but I do want to see that, so I put it at my rent. Uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, that's a must own just strictly because Emma Stone was in it and it's good. Uh, did you see uh, the Adams Family animated movie with mm. Chloe Grace Moritz? Nope. Uh, Countdown? To what? <laughs> that's the name of the movie. Who in it? Uh, who was in Countdown? Bill Skarsgård. Was he? No, I said who in it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's a bar that I, it's not even that, good. That went over your head. Who in it? Uh, none Woo. of these people are famous. Who? It's that movie where you got the app and it counts down and that's when you die. Oh, I do want to see that. So, might rent. Uh, black and blue. Might rent. Now you see it. It got big tie, black tizzy in there. Let's keep it pushing. Like a crowd Um Parasite. See Parasite. I did see Parasite. I want to watch that again just because I thought it was good. But, you know, people are, you know, that's getting all this award love. It's one of, like, some of the most awards during awards season. So I just want to watch it again, give it its just due. Once again, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I thought it was a good movie. I just didn't love it like everybody else. So I want to watch it again. Terminator Dark Fate. I still need to see that. So that is a must watch. Um, Harriet. I still want to see that as well. So I put that as a must watch. That brings us to Energizer Bunny. This week's movies are Doctor Sleep. I still want to see that. Okay, when I get my uh, third degree in movie watching, they'll refer to me as Doctor Sleep. Um, and I think did you see Last Christmas with your girl uh, eyebrows and your boy uh, <laughs> Snake Eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I browse it snake eyes. <laughs> nah, I didn't see that movie with I said it already. Eyebrows. Nah, I wanna try and snake eyes. Yeah, name them both. Let's hear it. Like uh Pennywise was talking to you and oh you finally gosh. give him a chance. Uh I like I don't know why I want to say her name is Emily. Nah. I am a fan of Oscillating air machines. You're a fan. What? <laughs> You're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! No, what is her? What is her name? Oh, Amelia Clark. I'm okay. tripping. I knew it was, I was close to said Emily. Yeah, but it ain't. Um, and who's the actor? You have a poster of him above your bed. I do like not. Doesn't not signed with his name. I want to say Harvey Dent. <laughs> I, 
I know his Asian. Uh, what his Asian name? I know his crazy rich Asian name was Nick Young. Because <laughs> yeah. I was Shout like a swaggy P. I stuck out, stuck out like a sore thumb. His his like name starts with a hammer. H, I know his it name does. is Henry you, Golding. Golding. Holla at me. Uh, like you trying to holler. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> did you see that movie? That's where we are. <laughs> no, but I would like to see it, yes. Uh, did you see Waves? No, but I would like to see it, yes. Uh, playing with Fire. With? No, I don't John want to see that. John Cena, John Leguizamo, and... How we do this whole episode not mention the Fast 9 trailer? Oh, yeah. It was, you know what it is. <laughs> no, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh... Dominic Toretto got a brother that was Played never spoken Cena. about. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> John Cena. Dominic Toretto caught a uh, a car while he was standing on another car. <laughs> okay. And didn't ricochet backwards a little bit. Uh, Han is back. Yeah, Han is back. And if Jason Statham's not in this movie, then what is he avenging? And also, what is he getting justice yeah, on? Yeah, you're alive. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> the justice is you're alive. Is it for them killing um Giselle? Yeah, and, and then that means they would they have didn't to care Shaw, when Giselle died. The Shaws would have to be in this movie then. I mean, one is. Yeah, the mom. So now she has three kids, and if they're not mentioned, that's how it works. They already didn't mention the other one. <laughs> yeah, this movie must have a twist at the end because John Cena, can't, her, him and, uh, what is the name? Sorceress? Caesar? Cyborg? Something. Seister? Shine? Cyber? Cyber? Yeah, cybernetic? I can't think of whatever Charlie is there, whatever name is. Her character is back. Her and John Cena can't be the main villains. So there's got to be another one. There got to be something else. But either way, and what happened to uh, who was it? Kurt Russell and yeah, Mister Invisible or nobody? Yeah, are they? They're not gonna be in it no more. Where's Brian? (laughs) Yeah, please. You cannot bring his wife back, and then and then this the world be in this much trouble and still be like. I'm nah. sitting back taking care of the kids. <laughs> I let my wife go handle the business. Yeah, I'm gonna stay at home, Dad. They need to just bring his brother back, CGI him, do a couple scenes, and yeah, let him come save the day. But like Dominic's about to die, car. and then Brian comes out with the blicky and starts blickying everybody, <laughs> doing some of that gun kung fu. <laughs> ah, sad day. But yeah, so fat. What is that? What is this movie called? Is it called F Nine: The Fast Saga? Why do I keep saying places? This is called Fast and the Furious Nine. And Fast Fast Nine, the Fast Saga is stupid. So, just call. I'd rather just call it Fast Nine. Yeah, Fast why, Five. Yeah, why? Why didn't they do a name for this one? <laughs> like, I got time for that. This is the Fast Saga. So how come? See, they thought of the Fast Saga too late. Now Hobbs and Shaw, Fast and Furious presents. Yeah, but it could have been Fast Saga, Hobbs and Shaw. Not only is the storyline all over the place, they the, jacked it up. The titles of their movies are crazy. It really is Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. Uh, oh, so the first one was The Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fast and Furious, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. That's where they got real confusing. <laughs> fast Five. That's like plain and simple. Fast and Furious Six. Yep. Uh, Furious, Furious Seven. seven. <laughs> Fate of the Furious. <laughs> and F9, The Fast Saga. Yeah, they all over the place. <laughs> All kind of different styles. Some movies got a number on them. Some just as a title something. They went from Fast six, or Fast Five to crazy. Fast and Furious Six to Furious Seven. <laughs> Why they just 
Furious Seven. It wasn't even seven of them in a group. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds sweet. <laughs> it really should have been Fast Five, Furious Six, Fast <laughs> Seven, Furious Eight, <laughs> Fast Nine. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> Fast Five. I was like, we ain't got it. That's too much title. Or if the land before time can always be the land before, before time, time, such and such, <laughs> then they could have kept those long titles yeah, too. Yeah, they should have did that. Dominic Toretto and the Sorcerer Stone. <laughs> I'm I'm getting Dominic concerned. Toretto and the crowbars. <laughs> I'm really concerned that there's time travel in this movie because I saw that one of them clips. There was that Asian dude standing over something, and that's when they bring that car out with the turbo boost on the back. <laughs> and then that final scene, Han comes back in it. Wait, they time traveling to save Han. Be surprised if they introduce time travel into this movie. <laughs> I will cheer. I mean, the first time I cheer in a theater. I mean, and Hobbs and Shaw they introduced uh, superpowers, so they might as well. I'm still stuck on the fact that Dominic Toretto with the crowbar sounds like a sick R and B group <laughs> from back in the day. They just they just dinging crowbars on the mic stand. Dink. Dink. It's Don't been take a long day without <laughs> you, my friend. See, I didn't watch that at the tribute. Oh, the nah, cry. that would have yeah, jacked me up. Hey, what's a sadder? What, what's what's a sadder? Listen to that song for Brian or for Brian? Clearly for Kobe. <laughs> Clearly for Kobe. And I don't care if it's written for uh, Patrick Pablo. <laughs> what's his real name? Oh, uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Paul Walker. Yeah, Paul Walker. <laughs> Pablo. This is for you, Pablo. <laughs> Vin Diesel is <was> extra. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah, we done with Blu-rays? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anybody that need to be added to some sort of bat list? Starting five. Uh, not yet. Mackenzie Davis. <laughs> okay. you, Mackenzie. You, you are starting guard yeah, at a Lower Marion High School, 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> when they did that for every player in the starting lineup for the Lakers that game, that was hysterical. <laughs> Danny Green coming out, 6'6", mm-hmm. six, six, Lower <laughs> Marion <laughs> High School. Avery Bradley coming out, 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Mackenzie Davis, you are uh, the first entry into the starting five yep, of awful. Suck list. Yeah, you, um, you were in the turning, so. I mean, it just is what it is. Yep. So, Mackenzie Davis, welcome. Other than that, I believe this is the end of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. It is I, Mr. Nobody himself, no Kurt Russell, but you can call me Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average, Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens. We already know I'm Nate Mahomes, Nate Rick Hill, Nandy Reed, um, Nate Boys for Life. Nateen seventeen, Nay Little, Gretel and Nansel. That's what you want to be called. If your name was, if your name started with an N, you would want to be called that because you and Ansel smushed together makes Nansel you nasty. Um, call me the Nadelman. Yeah, when your name you, starts with an N, so that's clearly what no, you did. You. you and Ansel Elger fused at the fusion dance. We uh, we wouldn't. We would do the kid and play dance if nah. we did any dance. <laughs> Y'all would do the slow dance. You know, weirdo, yeah. you put your head on his shoulder, but you had to get on your tippy toes because he's pretty tall. Oh um, next your little fantasies are crazy. <laughs> the Namanji, the Nate Level, Star Wars, The Rise of Naywalker. Why did an abrupt air of sleepiness oh, just it's, it's travel over me. <laughs> 
It is sleep time. That's why they call me the nating, uh, NATO women, the Natham section, the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself, uh-huh. Roly Man. Roly Wings. Nah, it's your boy Joaquin Penny's Wherever Gay Push K, Gay Kayana Taylor Joy Van Zant, Skateboard K, Two Car K, Fossil Man the Real, Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Course Kojo, Cool Breeze, Neon Ember, uh, Raymond Kane, The Word Bender, The Big Man, Hoodie K, King Sleep Sweet. Lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like the winning touchdown pass. We do something after this, we just say bye. I think it's at, at this point. I think it's just time to be done because you make me <laughs> sick. <laughs> Food Flu. poisoning. <laughs>